Welcome to a podcast for the Krakoan mutant era with a distinctly black and queer lens. Every episode has a new guest, a single topic, and a ticking timer. This is X of Words. 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 <laughs> what did you say? Say again. I said Miss Honey. <laughs> Miss Honey. Miss Honey. Miss Honey. Honey, honey, honey. It should cost a million to look this good. Bitch, it does cost a fucking billion to look that good. That's why the ticket's that fucking expensive. Ow. Damn. Damn. Why did I see $3,000 for the pure honey section? $3,000. That is like... That is your rent money. That is your rent money for several months. That is your groceries. Miss. For, For one person, I just... I saw that. I was like, Beyonce, I'm going to just have to do this ring that's the this second to last ring in the stadium. For two for 219, girl, I got you. Yeah, I'm going to be there. How can you be so much of an ally that you create an album that is a love letter to Ballroom, but so much of a mm-hmm. homo that you would immediately then drive half of the queer population to homelessness? Yep. Let's put it together. Let's figure it. It's like she's saying love y'all, but also <laughs> fuck y'all. Yeah. Because you make, you get us in and then run our pockets. Mm-hmm. I'm not saying she should do it for free, but maybe there could be like, I don't know, like a discounted rate or something. I don't know. Where are the free tickets for black queer folks? <laughs> <sighs> Again, she would be making us fight over that. She would. She would. She'd be like, she would make, she would be around, she'd mess around and be like, okay, so who can do the choreography to single ladies, but you have to do the version for the I Am World Tour? She mess around. I I can't. I can't. Not Beyonce Squid Games. I'm not doing it. I would die. I don't trust <laughs> I don't trust y'all that much. Y'all would most definitely kill me in round one. Probably. Probably. I'm not gonna lie. Okay. All right. So um Miss Honey. Miss Honey. <laughs> Love um, you. Welcome to X of Words. However you're doing out there, welcome to this show that we talk about mutants on for 10 minutes so today i'm here with edmund uh they can't see you edmund this is a podcast oh that is true (laughs) yeah those lovely poses like edmund was giving you very much face edmund was giving you very angle very catch the light never declines my god hi everyone (laughs) (laughs) Um, uh, we're talking about a mother today as well so that helps Oh, yeah, true. Okay, that does help. Right, today's episode, let's jump straight to it. Uh, today's episode is about the best black newcomer. Now, a couple of parameters. This has to be a character that has been uh, revealed or created in the last two years. That's basically it. It's kind mm-hmm. of... Um, and for the, <laughs> for the purposes of this conversation... I'm not taking speculative speculative black as an answer. So <laughs> Fisher King, sorry, boo-boo. 
it you gotta be highly melanated you've got to be highly melanated like we want unambiguous blackness not you know we want to see the jackson five nostrils we do we do so uh okay i'm gonna hit the timer and our x starts now okay Go for it, Edmund. Edmunds, you go first. Tell me who's your... Yeah, the best newcomer is Mother Genesis. Um, mm-hmm. And she truly is... She's queen. She's mother. I love her so much. I'm excited to see that she's actually going to be making her comeback um, mm-hmm. and starring alongside not only her children, but also Apocalypse as well. Mm-hmm. Um I'm excited to, I I really hope this is a time period where she just shakes shit up. I think she did that in X of Swords, um, you know, by being the person to, intri- she, she's the face of a new culture yeah. um, that we were introduced to recently. And I think it's interesting how the Iraqi have um, started to adopt new ways or started to understand themselves after immigrating to like, mars and making that their new home um and having a new protector as well with storm i'm i'm so curious to see how genesis comes with her return um what that means for them um because she she represents the past storm is here in the present but what does this Mm. mean for their future um oh all right okay soundbite i like that (laughs) And that's kind of what was at stake with X of Swords as well. Um, yeah. She she was living in the present right now. She was their present leader. And, you know, it their future was up in the air during X of Swords. So mm-hmm. I'm excited to see her. I'm also excited to see her powers developed more too. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like we really haven't... On, we haven't seen a lot of Iraqi, honestly, with their powers. Um, yeah. We haven't gotten enough Iraqi either. <laughs> Um, to be honest, but I'm just, I feel good about her returning. And I hope that she's someone that really takes the spotlight because I think she was definitely a scene stealer in X of Swords, even with her moment moments with um, Apocalypse when she does the reveal yes. um, initially, um, when Saturnine reintroduces husband and wife again to each other, the lovers. Yeah. Yeah. Um, she was, she always just, I think she has a great design. Um there's also something else I find interesting about how how Apocalypse is as a leader. I think for all that we see in Apocalypse, I feel like a lot of that stems from Genesis herself, too. Oh, yes, yes. It definitely did. Like, when she turns up and you realize that she was the one that planted this seed for one, and obviously pun not intended, but that she planted mm-hmm. the seed of survival of the fittest exactly like she gave him she gave him his politics she gave him his frame of reference and also she was the reason he was doing it Mm -hmm. and like he was doing it to get back to her and the family and i like i agree i I like her i like her because she's one of the few characters also that shows like a force of spirit and sort of a self a self-awareness and just sort of a self-possession that we only really see in storm and Mm -hmm. we've got and I, I, I like saying this, but now we've got sort of three black Omega women. Yeah. Uh, but Iska, to me, never seemed self, never seemed to have that self-assuredness, never seemed to have like that 
that possession and that deep knowledge and, and force of spirit because ultimately I think she knew that she could always be taken advantage of and she's kind of a, a follower of the circumstance of her power like she can't right leave. so you can't trust you can't ever really truly believe in yourself in a fundamental way because you are conditional your whole belief system is conditional um whereas when genesis turned up and she was like you know the the speech that she gave when uh, they were talking about the the twilight blade and she was like yeah. is it is it a is it a formidable weapon yes is it the most dangerous thing in this garden not even like not at all not even close <laughs> and i was like energy i was like energy i like it she just stepped on the scene and she she did what needed to be done Mm. And you know what? Um, it would be nice. It would be so good if in a couple of years, black kids who were getting into comics had a range of dynamic, powerful, self-possessed black women to yeah. be fans of. You know, because, I mean, Storm has a massive fan base and Storm is an amazing character. But I think some of that fan base also comes from her being one of the lone black women up there. Yeah. And I would love for younger fans to have choice. You know, it's not like, oh, I love Storm because that's the only real and top tier black woman in the X lines. I'd love for Genesis to come up and create an option. I'd love for Iska to get more of a headline and become an option. Mm -hmm. So when you turned up, it was like, wait, who do I vibe with most? Exactly. And see, that's the thing as well. Um, and why I personally struggled even trying to pick a person is because mm-hmm. we really only get a handful of diverse characters. Yeah. And when it comes to Black characters in particular, it's like we get like one Black character per generation. Yeah. You know? Um, and it, it's it's tough having the... And also the other issue is that like these are characters... I'm thinking specifically of Sync. Sync, before before the x-men um being on the x-men sync was dead for years mm-hmm. um and now it's like this is his chance at a rebirth um and i think he's finally you know getting his flowers but it's just we only really get one black character or we only get like a couple black characters per generation mm-hmm. um and I think with the Iraqi mutants um, and looking at folks like Genesis, this is an opportunity to really have multiple Black characters that we can have interacting with each other as well. Yes. That's the other thing that we that is always lacking too, is that even when we get, you know, let's say, I, and that's, to go back a few years, I remember seeing Storm when she was leading like the, um, her team of X-Men, this is when the Jean Grey school was still existing and Monet had just joined the team. I was so excited to see the two, like, two women, two Black women interacting with each other. Mm. Um, and to be honest, there wasn't that much of it. Um, oh, yeah. I mean, they do, they do a lot of talk about the Bechdel test, but the Bechdel test with Black women is staggering. Mm-hmm. That, exactly. It's not the... We're not going to just talk about being black right now. If I wanted to see, if I wanted to see black women in the X franchise talking, I would mm-hmm. seek out Stephanie Williams. I would seek, seek out Steph Williams. Because yeah. Steph Williams was writing black women together. There were so few that actually, if you weren't focused on it, you, because there were only two, unless you were doing that intentionally, it was very mm-hmm. hard to make happen. The more black 
the characters that we have, the more black women that we have just in circulation. I want to see those things happen incidentally. So I'm looking forward to Genesis coming back because suddenly we're going to have these conversations between Storm, Iska and Genesis. Mm -hmm. And I'm looking forward to that. I, I, I'm looking forward to that, like that dynamic just being a, yeah. a, a part of comics and like having so many black characters, the black reality, black dynamics, black relationships just become a part of the fabric of the comics rather than something you have to intentionally manufacture because there are so few around. And that's, and that's the other thing. No, that's the other thing I'm very excited about as well. I think with Genesis, she offers such a unique perspective because she is in a lot of ways an architect for mutantdom. Yes. Um, I think it's very hard for, it's very hard to see that sometimes because it's just like we're, you know, we have like our main characters, you have your Xavier, you have your Magneto, but Genesis is someone that represents, again, someone that is like a founder of even, even them. Um, yes. So I'm excited to really see her kind of take, get one, get her flowers, but also take control now, um, which is another thing we don't really see is a lot of women in power or in, in positions to be powerful. Yes. Um, oh, so I think mm -hmm. I think um, I I totally agree with you, and I think the best thing also is that she's almost got off. Hang on. <laughs> okay, with the last minute, I think she's also set thematically and practically to be a ruler because not only yeah. has she been ruling a an island and a population of mutants for thousands of years she's also a uh she's also got plant-based powers mm -hmm. so she's connected to arako she's connected to kokoa she's connected to leadership but she's also inherently connected to the land itself and i think there's there's a lot of story potential there like the fact mm. that she comes back and she's not just part of the leadership but part of the land itself mm, yes um okay so who else was on your list you you chose genesis but who was like runner up who was second and third honestly my runner up it's funny we've been talking about genesis but my runner up was actually iska okay. um but the only reason i didn't go with iska is because i She's clearly a black woman, even though she got golden and red skin. But I really wanted someone. I really wanted someone that's like again, visibly, <laughs> visibly black. And then also the other thing. Um, again, I just feel like Iska is, and you kind of got to this is that Iska is not. It's very difficult for someone with like her to really have their own politic and to have like their own sense of identity because her power is to not lose yeah do you know do you know what i think it is is like one of the things that i'm struggling with with iska is that all of her dialogue seems to be around her power and i feel like i know her very little it mm -hmm. feels like a good 70 percent of what iska says is based on her power and i get yeah. i get that from like a a story writing sense because it's not like, you know, I control plants and I do that completely electively. When I want to control plants, I do. And when I don't, right. I am this person. With her, her power is who she is. It's, it's like a, it's a constant background influence that she exerts. So she has to be super aware of it. 
Exactly. Like that's her decision making. Her she doesn't have that agency, um, that clear agency of making conscious decisions because yes. that is her power. Yeah, and it's informed. It's everything. It's okay. Maybe I don't. Okay, but I, I understand. Like now, I've talked myself into understanding it. But I kind of get it. If your power just changed your perception, but also the way the world functioned around you, mm. it would be hard to distance or or unpick yourself from your ability because it's so fundamental to the way that you walk through and experience the world. But I also feel like every time she talked, it was like, I can't do that because I'll win. Or do you want me to do that and win? Or, oh my God, my power's been manipulated. Oh my God, my power presents a risk. And the only thing I really know about her outside of her power is that she was fucking Tarn. And I wasn't too keen on that. So, the taste. And the trenches. (laughs) Wasn't sure about the flavor. So, yeah, I, I, I get it. Um, my one, okay, I'm going to close us up because 70 minutes, uh, I've got to stop lying to these good people about the length of this <laughs> But I totally get you with Iskar. My one was going to be Cora. Oh, okay. I love her work. You see the trend here. But the thing is, is I, I don't know if Cora's black. I think Cora is Middle Eastern, actually. I can I can see that. Yeah. I think, I think that's the tr- that's the trouble I have with the Iraqi as much as I'm so interested in learning more about them as well yeah. when we it's also tricky as well because they they don't look human as well compared yeah. to a lot of those other I think we're so used to seeing with the X characters like a lot of them being these passable human beings. Yeah. But with the Iraqi we're seeing folks that aren't quite human or what we think of with a human body should look like um and that's what i love about them (laughs) okay exit i just had a terrible thought um okay so apocalypse is black genesis is black which means that war pestilence death and famine are all black but then war had that baby war gave birth to summoner and I was like, that means summoner is biracial. And then I was like, you're minding your business. You just be minding your business. And here come a biracial. And that was the whole of summoner's arc. <laughs> summoner's entire presence in the Xbox could be summed up, summed, up, summed up by the line. You just be minding your business. And here come a biracial. <laughs> you know, he really did bring the chaos with him as well. As everyone did. Yeah. Truly did. But um, I mean, good for him. Good for him. You and that ugly pet shop that you drag along with you. Mm-hmm. Um, but wherever he is, whatever he's doing... With like, his 30 inches. Like, yeah, mum's jeans really did not push through. Like, because you turned up, like, white with the H. White. <laughs> Whiter than my walls right here. Right, exactly. Um, but okay, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> thank you Edmund for being here <laughs> thank you everybody for being here it's been an absolute pleasure you know what it is I've been Ashley and I've been Edmund and you've been listening to X of Words nice okay I didn't fuck it up look at that you didn't fuck it up but I, I don't think you fucked it up the first time did you I didn't <laughs> I don't think so. <laughs> you were like I didn't but I just needed you to know again <laughs> Show the one of the only
Choke someone and fit inside 